guys, welcome or welcome back to my podcast. I hope everyone is having an amazing day, amazing week. I'm having the most chill Sunday ever at the moment. I literally woke up in the morning, I went to get some coffee with my husband and we just walked around Melrose Trading Post. It's so nice. It is so nice to just like walk around. It has a bunch of like cute like little things for the house and cute clothes. It has what I call dust collectors, like stuff that looks incredible and like so aesthetically pleasing but not really functional things just like home decor and stuff like that which I am trying to be better with I used to be that person that like if I saw something cute I'm getting it like I'd love to like have a bunch of cute stuff and collect you know random items that I didn't really need and like I could save my money I could spend my money in way better ways and I stopped collecting like stuff that I know I won't use like dust collectors no more of that so I just walked around and buy anything I was really proud of myself and then it was such a beautiful day out i was like why don't we just go to the beach so we literally got our stuff and went to the beach we went down to manhattan beach i find that manhattan beach is like the best place to chill and just like you can bring food and lay down and just like have a chill time like i won't really go to malibu or anywhere else like venice because i don't know it just doesn't feel like the type of beach where you just like chill with your towel and just like eat a rotisserie chicken i don't know why it just like it does not give me that vibe yeah i came back home i showered and put on a sheet mask that is my favorite thing to do after the beach like nothing feels as good as doing a sheet mask and it just feels like so cooling on your face everything is good you feel clean okay i think this is my favorite recent purchase ever it's my barefoot dreams robe and barefoot dreams has the softest blankets and robes you've ever felt in your entire life and it's changed my life i look forward to getting home and putting on my barefoot dreams robe i swear so that is what i'm wearing right now it just feels so soft i've never had a softest robe and i've had thousands of robes so it's a bit expensive but i definitely think it is worth it especially if you're someone that's like a homebody like i am you live in your like loungewear and your robes and all that stuff so i definitely think it's a good purchase because i wear it every single day so in girl math it is basically free because I'm gonna wear it thousands and thousands of times. This is how my brain works right now. And then I was editing my YouTube video. I filmed like an updated everyday glam makeup routine and I'm so excited to share it with you guys and kind of be more active on YouTube as well because I know a lot of you guys enjoy watching videos and after like my last episode, I got a lot of messages being like, we like YouTube videos as well. So I'm gonna try and balance everything out and do my best. And then I think I'll get some good takeout and just watch a movie i've been obsessed with 90 day fiance if you're watching it as well please message me because i want to hear your thoughts about like every cast member but i love me an easy chill show to watch before bed like i don't want anything scary i don't want anything where i'm like stressed because i do get stressed with like shows that are like very intense i don't want anything like that before i go to bed i want something very nice and chill something silly like silly drama and 90 day fiance just like does that for me and if you know me you know i've been obsessed with that show since forever like literally my husband got me a cameo from Usman for my birthday once like three four years ago because we loved the show so much so if you have any similar recommendations of shows and just like reality shows anything like that that you really enjoy that's easy and fun please let me know because I really want to start some new show, Nine Day Fiance, I think. I have one episode left, so I'm going to watch it tonight for sure. I feel like it's that time of year where all you want to do is cook or get takeout and watch good shows and just like be 
chill and comfortable in your home. Like all the summer vacations over, it is Thanksgiving next month. I am so excited. I'm also excited to get back into my tea era. Like I'm the biggest tea drinker. I love my teas and I used to have them every single day. And now because it was summer and it was warm, I didn't feel like having something hot. And now it's finally time. I feel like I say that well, it's like 80 degrees in LA right now, but I'm just like excited to start having like my teas again. I love having my teas. I made one right now because I like having one next to me while I'm recording and I want this to feel nice and cozy. I haven't done one of these in a while. I feel like my last episodes have been very like me talking about certain topics, but I wanted to do like a sit down and do a little Q&A. I love Q&A episodes. They're like so interactive and I can answer all your questions. So without further ado, let's start with our questions. Okay, I always like to start with the first question and it's your tips for taking care of blonde hair going from brown to blonde soon. Okay, blonde hair requires a lot of attention and a lot of care. I think it's like the hardest hair to maintain. I haven't had any other hair colors, but like from what my friends have told me as well, because bleach really damages hair. And unless you go to someone really good or take really, really good care of your hair, your hair is going to literally like fry off, which is so scary. And it's happened to me. I remember I used to get like highlights every like three, four months and everything was good and perfect. And then like one time my main guy that does my hair wasn't there. So like one of his assistants took his place and she bleached my hair way, way too much. Like it was, it was like white and it was summertime. I didn't really care about it. It was at the time of my life where I did not take care of my hair at all. I was like, I naturally have long hair, yada, yada. No, literally like half my hair fell off because I don't want to scare you. Like I'm going to tell you all my tips, but for my experience, like that was a huge lesson for me because I was like, okay, I need to start taking care of my hair. ASAP, bring my hair back to life. Also stop bleaching my hair. Like I stopped like getting highlights or any sort of bleach for like three four years after that I just colored it with like hair dye like actual hair dye not bleach now I started doing highlights like every six months but before then I was just doing like hair dyes because the health of your hair is everything and nice healthy hair is way more important than having blonde hair in my opinion so my number one tip is definitely go to someone who has really good experience someone who's really good do your homework like if you see someone with amazing hair ask them where they got it done and then of course it's a lot of what you do at home so i would suggest doing hair masks every single week like do not skip your hair mask you need to nourish your hair make sure your hair is always super hydrated also always hair oil before you wash your hair i really like the fable and main one i've used it like a few times like a couple bottles i finished and i really really like that one you can also make your own hair oil by like adding different oils i think rosemary oil is amazing for hair growth so don't skip out on those also get one of those like hair scrubbers and scrub your hair really well before you put the oils and after. I know this is hard, but don't wash your hair every day. Don't even wash your hair every other day. I would suggest washing your hair like twice a week, especially if you're blonde because it's just better for bleached hair not to be washed all the time. Take your hair supplements and also add collagen to your smoothies. Make sure you're taking care of your hair before bed. So like apply your oils before bed. Also start putting your hair in a loose braid before you go to bed because when we're sleeping, we're turning around, tugging our hair. You just want to make sure your hair is prevented from all of that. Also, also, microfiber towels really helped my hair. When you come out of the shower, don't use really harsh towels. Make sure you invest in microfiber towels and you can get them from Amazon. I've linked them in my storefront and they're not that expensive. They're under $10 for like a four pack. And I feel like it really prevents breakage from your hair, especially when it's wet. When it's wet, your hair is the most fragile, but don't worry about it. You will be fine as long as you take care of your hair. And that is my mistake because I did not take care of my hair when I first went blonde and it was terrible for my hair. So as long as you take care of your hair you're going to be totally fine you got absolutely nothing to worry about send me photos 
because I want to see what it looks like. How do I start posting without being worried about being judged? I know exactly what you mean, especially starting out with social media. I was always so worried about what other people thought and I was like, oh my God, is that person going to see it and think I'm weird? You just have to get over it. You have to get over that fear and you have to start doing things just for you because most of the time people are just thinking about themselves. They're like too self-absorbed to even think about anyone else. I promise you people before going to bed, they're thinking about their own lives. They're not thinking, oh, why did Jessica post this on Instagram? Like that was so weird. No, they're just thinking about their own problems, their own lives. And I feel like even pushing yourself to post like once a day is going to help you get out of that, like, you know, anxiety of posting and just like force yourself to do it. Do it every day until it no longer feels like anything and you just feel like you can post anything at any time. And at the end of the day, if people are going to judge you because you posted something, like fuck them, like who cares? Let them judge, let them think whatever they need to think, but do what makes you happy. If you're happy, that is all that matters. Tips on saving money. My number one tip is keeping track of every single one of your expenses. On the first of the month, when you're paying your rent and your bills and all of that, you calculate exactly how much money you've left. And then you also calculate how much money is going to go to your grocery shopping, your gas, your insurance payments and all that. And try and be really good with budgeting, telling yourself, okay, this is the amount that I'm going to spend this week and try and do that. Like don't spend more than that. Make sure you're saving just even a little bit every single month. I know it's hard, but try and make a habit of it. Also being really critical when it comes to your shopping. And like, if you see a cute jacket, if you see a cute pair of boots or a cute sweater, just tell yourself, do I really need this right now? Am I going to wear this more than 30 times? Is this going to last me for a long time? Is this going to be like a timeless piece? Or is this just something trendy that I'm going to wear a few times? I'm going to get over it. And then I I'm not even going to want it anymore. Invest in clothes that you can wear in different ways many, many times. Like I live in my basics. I love my basics. Also challenge yourself in like no spending days and weeks. Challenge yourself not to buy anything from Amazon and clothes and makeup and all that for like a week. See how long you can go without buying unnecessary things. I think that also helps with saving money. Even if it's small expenses, like getting your coffee every day from like Starbucks or whatever, challenge yourself to make coffee at home every single day except like Sunday and then treat yourself on Sunday and then it will actually feel like a really nice treat instead of getting it every single day and then you just get used to it. These are some of my tips on saving money. I can do a whole episode dedicated on this so let me know if you guys want one but yeah. What's your major? I majored in art direction. Like I fully thought I was gonna you know work in the art world and I worked in galleries for a few years. That's my first job in an art gallery and I really liked it but I love what I do now. It definitely is more fulfilling. My major definitely helped me in my career now like editing stuff, like editing videos and TikToks and like the whole artistic side of it has definitely helped with what I do now. So I definitely don't regret it, even though I do something very, very different now. Favorite dish? Mm, Definitely a mug. If you know this reference, you're a real one. But my favorite dish, that is so hard. I love a crispy rice. I love a spicy crispy rice. I think that might be my favorite dish. Or like pecking duck. That is also so good. Like the little pancakes that you roll. Delicious. That is what I'm getting for dinner. That's it. How to heal in a new relationship instead of dragging baggage in from a previous one. I'm a big believer that you should enter a new relationship as if it's your first and not bringing any baggage from your previous relationship because the new person you're with absolutely does not deserve that. They didn't do anything to deserve the previous baggage that is all the past guy's girl 
girl's fault. That's why I'm such a big believer in taking breaks between relationships to truly heal yourself. Do all the inner work that's necessary so you can enter this new relationship with fresh eyes, a fresh heart, not bringing any baggage in from your previous relationship and also being able to trust the person you're with and appreciate them, appreciate the things they're doing for you without you being suspicious or thinking that they're cheating or thinking that they're love bombing you, just taking them for who they are. That's why I think therapy is super, super helpful when it comes to this. Having someone where you can talk to them, you don't feel like they're biased, you don't feel like they're going to be judging you. Just someone that can really give you good advice. Also journaling, making yourself write stuff down, even if you have nothing to write, even if you don't feel like writing. Taking a piece of paper, a pen, and just like writing anything that comes to your mind. I think that also helps with closure. Getting closure with your previous relationship is also a big thing. Making sure the chapter is completely finished, you're closing the book and you're letting it go. And closure does not need to involve the other person. My favorite way to get closure is I write them a letter. I write them a letter. I'm like, dear blah, blah, blah. And it's like three pages and I'm just like expressing my feelings and how I felt during the relationship and things I could have done different or any I'm sorry's. And then I fold the letter. I will burn it. I will, you know, throw it away. But like, that is my way of getting closure. I mean, I obviously haven't done that in like years and years, but like I did that with my previous relationship and I felt so good. And if they hurt you, truly forgive them. Be the bigger person. I know it's tough. I know it's hard, but like forgive your previous relationship and let it go because you deserve love. You deserve unconditional love and having someone who's there for you and truly loves you. And don't let your previous stupid freaking situationship relationship ruin that for you. It is not worth it. What is the most challenging thing you have ever gone through? I'm not sure if I've spoken about this, but my first year when I was in London, I had a very, very crazy stalker situation with someone living in my building and it was so scary. I mean, I've never been scared in my life before and I remember being like on my knees crying, praying, you know, that nothing happens to me. I remember I used to call the police and like the police in London, like police everywhere, they're like, unless they've like physically touched you, we can't get a restraining order. And I'm like, okay, so something bad needs to happen before I can get a restraining order. Got it. Thank you. But it was definitely the loneliest, scariest, most horrible time of my life. And even thinking about it, all I wish is that I could go back as myself now and just give my younger self a hug. And I visualize that a lot. I feel like that's one way I try and heal myself from things that I go through. But I visualize me now giving my younger self lots of hugs and kisses and telling her that it's going to be okay and it's going to be all right and we're going to get through this and it's going to pass. And it's hard at that moment when you're going through it to think like, that you're like this is the end of the world but just being able to tell myself that it's going to be okay that I wish I could do that but yeah that was definitely the hardest thing I ever had to go through but it's in the past how do you stay friends with an ex or do you think it's just not it I think it's definitely easier to stay friends with an ex if you're not in a relationship, but if you are in a relationship, I really don't think it's respectful of your new relationship. I think it's a little bit fucked up. I guess it's easier when you're single, but even when you're single, like why do you want to be friends with your ex? Maybe they're a good person, but like you can make so many better friends than your ex, I feel like. I'm all about being cordial with an ex. Like if I see them out, I'll say hi to them and wish them the best, truly, but I just don't see a point in being friends with them. There's nothing I can gain from that. 
that. Also, I don't want to hear about their dating life. Like, no, thank you. Like, I am good. I'm going to let them do their thing and I'm going to do my thing and I wish them nothing but the best, but I don't want to be their friend. Is there ever a right time to get out of a relationship you know won't last forever? Ugh, that is hard. That is definitely hard, but I think the faster you get out of that relationship, the better because if you know it won't last, then why are you dragging it on? Unless you're young and you're not in that phase of your life yet and you're just still, you know, being casual with someone and having fun, then you can keep doing that. But if you're in that stage of your life where you know you want to start settling down and maybe finding the one, just the faster the better. Don't waste your time and don't waste his time because the more you stay with them, then the more attached you get and the more you fall for them. Unless maybe they are your person and you just haven't found out yet. But if they're not, I think just let them go. TMI, but I never orgasmed ever, though I experienced pleasure. What can I do? I feel like I'm broken as my partner doesn't please me. Please answer what you suggest and if it's normal. First of all, I think it's more normal than you think. I think there's a lot of women that haven't experienced an orgasm. So number one, I never ever want you to feel bad about it. I know it's a taboo topic and not a lot of people talk about this, but it is normal. I never want you to think that it's not. And I'm definitely not a doctor. I do not know the exact advice to give you. I definitely suggest you go see a doctor and, and there's absolutely nothing to be embarrassed about. Trust me. And maybe you can explore sexual pleasures by yourself. I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Just like get to know your body, whether it's like with toys, there's nothing wrong with experimenting a little bit by yourself. And once you get to pleasure yourself and figure out what you really like, then maybe you can tell your partner, I like it this way or I like it that way. Because sometimes your partner doesn't know exactly what you want and how you want it. I mean, it's your body. Only you know exactly what pleasures you. So I do suggest you explore this by yourself. It's There's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I can tell you're curious and I can tell you want to like figure it out, which is exciting. But of course, speak to your doctor, see what your options are. Maybe she'll have, I'm sure she will actually have way better tips than I do, but it's totally normal. What to do to stay in shape while still enjoying your favorite foods. I do not like diets. I don't believe in diets. I love my food. I love my Mexican food and my Chinese food. And I do not like to cut food out. Like if I'm craving tacos, I'm having tacos. Like I know diets and restricting yourself works for some people, but I feel like when I do it, if I restrict myself in one area of my life, I just feel like I'm restricting my life. And I do not like that. It's just not how I want to live my life. So if I'm craving something, I will have it. I think of course, everything in moderation, also working out helps. And for example, if I know I'm having like pasta or pizza and then like ice cream for dinner, then I'll try and have a little bit of a healthier lunch. I'll make like a wrap or a salad. So I think it is all about balance, making sure you're adding nutritious foods in your diet. Like if you're going to have like a not that nutritious dinner, like try and have something healthy for lunch or the other way around. It's 2023 and we're enjoying our favorite foods. We're not restricting ourselves. We're balancing it all and we can have anything we want. I'm also big on listening to my body. Like if I have like a huge lunch, then I'll have like a lighter dinner if I feel really full still. How do you keep the flame alive when you've been married a while. I've only been married for a year and a bit, so I'm not sure if that counts as a while, but I think it's all about spending time together, truly being each other's best friend, planning dates together, also staying romantic with each other, surprising each other with little things, also knowing what your partner's love language is, and then doing things that, you know, are according to their love language. If it's gift giving, make them little gifts, or if it's words of affirmation, write him sweet notes, listen to each other. Like when your partner is telling you something, 
something and you're on your phone, turn your phone down. Like switch your phone around and truly like look at them in the eyes and listen to them. It's little things like that I feel like that truly help keep, you know, the flame alive. Of course, I haven't been married for a long time, so I would love to hear advice from someone who's been married for like 20 years because I'm sure it's very, very different. How do I make friends in new cities? I swear making new friends, especially when you're like like over 25 is so hard. My advice is definitely start taking some workout classes. I feel like you can meet a lot of fun people that way and people that like the things that you like. So like if you like Pilates, go to Pilates class and maybe like talk to the girl that's sitting next to you. I think also when you're talking to someone, be vulnerable. Like don't be shy to be like, I just moved here. Like I have no friends. Like can I take your number? I would love to take you out for a coffee. I think that's cool. Another way is if you know someone who's lived in that city, just be like, hey, like I just moved here. Do you have any friends you can like set me up with like a friend date? Ask them to do like a little group chat on Instagram. Just introduce you and then you can take it from there. Like if I'm going somewhere and I know a friend of mine has lots of friends there, I'm like, hey, I'm going there. I need some friends. Like, please introduce me to some people. Also through work or through college, through whatever you're there for. I think that's another way you can meet people. And also social media, of course, like Instagram. Making friends as an adult is so hard, but all you need is like a couple friends and then ask them like to maybe host like a girl's dinner and then you can meet more friends and slowly build your circle from there also you don't need a million friends you just need like three four good friends and that is pretty much it where do you get your clothes i try and get like good pieces and not get like a bunch of like cheap clothes although i do love zara and i know it's fast fashion i do love revolve i know it's pricey but the quality is really good i have all my favorites in my bio if you're interested definitely check them out but i try and buy like good pieces instead of just something that I'll wear like a couple of times and I used to be that person that would buy like really cheap things because I wanted like many many clothes but now I'm like I should just get stuff that I really like that I can wear again and again I also love skims and I do think the quality is amazing and I think that is pretty much it okay I've answered enough questions I have so many so I'm definitely gonna do another part next week but thank you so much for listening I hope you're having the best day whenever wherever you're listening to this and I can't wait to speak to you again next week I love you